0: This episode is brought to you by our friends at Detroit Boxing Company. They're a clothing brand that focuses on quality and comfort. I have a few of their shirts and they are comfy as hell. And not only are you going to look great, but I swear when I put my shirt on, I could throw my jab cross hook way better. Maybe that's just the placebo effect, but I swear it looked way better. If you want to learn more about the company and what TJ has been putting together, you should listen to episode number 36 of the podcast. I had a chance to talk to him about his motivations and what inspired him to start the company. He's a wonderful dude, and what he's putting out is great. So be sure to check out their website at DetroitBoxingCompany.com, and at the checkout, make sure you use the word CoryCast, all one word, no E-C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-T, and save yourself 10% at checkout. It's time! It's time! To treat yourself. Welcome to another episode of the Corey cast. Today's guest is my friend and colleague, Mary Ray Dobke. Mary Ray has been a real estate agent since the late two thousands. And she's had quite an interesting lead up that got her into the real estate career. She, a lot of her background was focused more in broadcasting and television, and she even was a producer for shows like *Pappy Land*. If you're from Syracuse, you know that show. And uh, another show that gave people a inside look to houses that were available on the market. And this was all prior to her becoming a real estate agent, which is very interesting. It's a it's a unique conversation and a unique way to get into the real estate career. And I think Mary Ray sets the bar high for local real estate agents. She is fantastic, and I can't say enough great things about her. I'm excited to show you why she is so fantastic. So, without further ado, here is my friend, Mary Ray Dobke.
1: I'm Mary Ray Dobke at Hunt Real Estate ERA, and I will be entering my 17th year um, awesome. in real estate um, in uh, 2022. And um, I-, I love it. It's nice to have a profession where you get to meet new people all the time, yeah. um, and you get to play a very important role in uh, something that is very important in their lives buying a home or selling a home or doing both as we do sometimes um, in our business. And and, um, that's what I like about it. And while you always do need to be um, um, committed to your clients and um, um, accessible to them and you need to be accountable to your clients, it is nice to have the autonomy of, of a real estate business. I like that. And that's what made it a good business for me because I was my own business owner many years ago.
0: Right. And that's, I remember we had talked a while ago, but what <laughs> what was like the reason that you came to real estate? Like what was, what was it for you?
1: Um, it, when I got into real estate in 2005, I had, had just ended um, a 20 year um, run as a private business owner. And um, I was in uh, a really fun, exciting field. I came from um, owning a video production company. And uh, the first, it was Creative Media Solutions um, Incorporated was was the last name. But we in- initially started out as Creative Broadcast Associates. And uh, we really, that first name really encompassed what we did. Um, I had come to Syracuse in the very early 80s. Um, to, to work in television. I'd been a news anchor at other stations and in Springfield, mass. And, and I had also worked um, in Dayton, Ohio for a good amount of time. That's and why you're
0: see- so good on camera and on, <laughs> on the mic. Like for yeah. those who are listening that aren't agents, Mary Ray also does like the hot news. Right. And you have like this I, awesome I, like I, radio voice.
1: I love doing that. I started yeah. DJ, but, but, but I did know a little bit about news, so that's why I got into that. That's cool. But bottom line, um, not to get too far off track, that is what brought me to Syracuse. And um, um, I enjoyed working in Syracuse TV for several years. I, I really shifted to an entertainment sort of program. Um, in the early 80s, um, people, of course, remember Mary Hart, Lisa Gibbons, And um, um, also, also Matt Lauer, they all started on PM Magazine, which was kind of like the McDonald's of TV was it was a franchise in small, medium and large markets through Westinghouse Broadcasting. So Westinghouse would sell a local station, um, um, the license and also give them an animation package and, and give them guidelines to follow. And they would have this local TV show, kind of like a Bridge Street, but it was on in the evenings and seven uh, o'clock at night and um, five days a week, half hour each evening. And it would have its local hosts and it would do local, people oriented, mass appeal sort of feature stories, light cool. stories, you know, like an entertainment tonight, but on a local level. Yeah. And what you would do is you'd produce your stories and um, um, then you would send them to the PM Magazine National Office, and they would choose ones that had mass appeal all over the country, and they would share them. So we would share stories with with Chicago, San Francisco, um, Terre Haute, Indiana, Mm -hmm. let's say. And and then sometimes we'd produce stories in Syracuse, and and they would run ours. So it was really a neat show. And I was... um, you know, kind of down with covering so many negative things on the news. So yeah. when that opportunity came up, um I almost went to Orlando, Florida to do the same show. Really? But- Syracuse was closer to home. You know, back in the big picture, maybe, uh, yeah, I would have made more money in Orlando, but I wanted to be close to my family. I wanted to be able to get in a car and be back in Dayton in eight hours, and I could do that from Syracuse. So I'm glad I came here now because this is like home to me. Um, Yeah. I've been here forty years. <laughs> the time yeah. just goes way past. But uh, that was a great show to work on. So I did that for a few years. But then the show, it was sold to another station. Um, it was on at TV5. And that's where I met um, um, a very good, good uh, co-worker um, who became um, my partner in business and also my very best friend in life. Yeah. And um, her name is, is Marilyn Arnone. Dr. Marilyn Arnone, and um, she, um, um, I went over to Channel 9 to start PM Magazine as the executive producer. I became the executive producer of the show since I, I wrote as well as um, um, being on-camera talent. I did start as, as a producer and an on-camera talent, wow. um, but we went over to Channel 9, and unfortunately, the show had, it was an expensive show to produce. It had been on probably... Um, a uh, couple of years at TV5, it had number one ratings. It had to have number one ratings to survive. And yeah. and watching, this was a
0: show that talked about like all local stuff, right?
1: Yeah, all local. Yep. But it was people places things you know like if it would go to the Apple festival and and yeah. um, um, it would um, interview um, an interesting person I remember meeting some very interesting people out in the central New York area and a little bit outside of central New York um, that I would one of the one of the characters that that I met who was uh, just a lot of fun and we ended up becoming friends um, was um, the owner of bully Hill winery Walter s Taylor. God nice. bless his soul. But that's just an uh, an, an example of the yeah, kind it of- Yeah, gave
0: you a lot of like local connections.
1: Right. I had a lot of great people connections, which was nice. So I enjoyed doing that very much, but it didn't, when it transferred to the to the new station, Channel 9, no real fault of theirs. Um, it had been off the air for three months. Um, um, our host that we had had before, we were able to get one of them back. But Marilyn, who ended up being my partner, she had just had a baby. And uh, the timing wasn't quite right for her to come back. So all these different variables happened. And I think it seems too- like
0: in TV, like that timing was such a crucial part. Having the, the right time slot, the right, like three months is too long. Got to hit like a month sweet spot. It seems like there's a lot of time factors.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that had a lot of relevance. And I don't think that, that um, when we switched to Channel 9, um, we didn't have quite they were in the basement of shopping town mall at the time oh, they were the leader wow. they were the flagship leader station that they are today and um so i didn't even have a private office we didn't have the same sort of facilities and we didn't have the two hosts that came together male female host to to host the show every night um they really weren't friends Bad uh, <laughs> chemistry between them that yeah. you needed. So all these little things added up. The show was canceled about 10 months after, right. after they started it back up again. So I was just in the midst of trying to make a career shift and um, lo and behold, um, Marilyn Arnone, um, who had been my co-host, I had been her boss, so to speak, for a very short period of time at <laughs> Channel 5, she um, um, called me and she said, you know, I've always respected you. We got along well together. I've started, um, and her husband um, was was a radio executive at WNTQ, a 93Q. Um, he he was the general manager, and unfortunately he is no longer with us. He died quite a while ago. Advertising and so on. George Plavakis was his name. And uh, um, they had met and gotten married. And, and he was like coaching her because she had a wonderful background um, in a, a variety of things before she took the job in Syracuse, co-hosting PM Magazine, when I became the executive producer of the show. So it, it turned out that um, he said, hey, Marilyn, you know, he gave her some leads. She started this small video production company and um advertising company creating commercials and so on for for like um there used to be sam dell dodge and then there was Donnie U oh, chrysler yeah. plymouth was sam dell dodge Donnie U chrysler plymouth rayborn Flan- flanagan furniture goldberg's furniture um, so you guys would do
0: the commercials for them
1: they became our clients we did commercials for them and he wow. was the one that um had had helped her knew her talents and helped her make this entrance to creating this company which was creative broadcast associates which really lasted for 20 years even though wow. she had to leave at some point he um got sick several years after he got us together and passed away but um um we remained um, um partners for a while and then I ended up buying her out. But later on after she got her PhD um from Syracuse University, she came back and bought into the company again. So that was really my entrance from from being in TV to yeah. to, to going into the broadcast end of things um in a commercial professional sort of way instead right. of being hired but to be to be a business owner. And uh I, I love that very much. We did TV commercials. We also were the first um, production company in the area to offer um, infomercials. We were kind of the innovators in Syracuse for these infomercial TV programs. So wouldn't you know, we would do them for car dealers. um, And now you see them all the time. Um, Obviously, we would do... um, and, and we would do, if, if we needed to drum up a little business, we would um, present, uh, we would go to um, maybe um, home services providers. It could, it could be like a furniture store. It could be um, 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 some kind of home remodeling company, could even be a real estate company. And we'd say, hey, we're putting together, we buy TV time on a local station like Channel 3 or Channel 9 or Channel 5. And then we would craft our our own half-hour infomercial. And we'd Um, give it a name, like Homeowners Network. That was one of the ones that we did from time to time. Right. I
0: remember you telling me about that one, the the, the house one.
1: So so anyway, um, it, it was a great business and fun to be in. But one of the infomercials that we ended up participating in it It was not our brainchild it was before the internet was the way it is today and that's what really made it successful was called television home finders guide and tv home finders guide um lasted on the air for a little bit over eight years Wow it was on every week, every Sunday morning usually and what you-
0: was that show about like what would you guys do each episode?
1: um it was and it wasn't my brainchild it was owned by um um a company uh called World Media and a fellow that um I believe still lives in skinny atlas new york holland gray nice. um a really smart businessman his mother um had had uh, a real estate agency and he remembered me from PM magazine he knew i was a producer and he came to me and he said i've got this idea to do a real estate show on tv where we will offer it up to realtors it'll be a paid program but i would like you to to just advise me a little bit on the production but most of all i would like you to be our host so
0: that's amazing
1: we would we would we had a number of top realtors, and some of them are still in business today. One that. of them, Gloria Barbano, yeah. um, would would come on the show. She was one of them. Uh Keith Vincelette. I mean, the names will, will come to my mind. But, but anyway, these top realtors would pay top dollar to to advertise their listings on TV Homefinder's Guide. And the wow. thing that was kind of neat about it is. Um, and camera, it wasn't like shooting with an iPhone cameras were very heavy and they were very expensive. They were a good camera was 25 grand because I know when I was in business, I had about uh, half a million dollars worth of equipment, which I had to buy. be so
0: expensive. Yeah. But imagine back then, no internet, you're the agent that could get your house on TV.
1: Right. Like that is just
0: gotta go leaps and bounds for your reputation.
1: I didn't, but I didn't do any selling. I was truly right. this was Mr. Greg's endeavor, but it lasted, and we had a partnership, so to speak, as far as being his production partner, um, and me being his host on TV every Sunday morning, except for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Wow. Other than that, without fail, it we, we were always on TV and we always showed about 30 to 35 homes. Now they had their own videographer. Wow. It was a good business arrangement for me because yeah. Once we got going with it, um, I would just, uh, and I looked forward to it. Every Wednesday morning, I would meet his crew. He had a videographer that was full-time and his own camera. And he had a woman that worked with him as a producer um, full-time. And I would meet them and we'd all have coffee together. And then we'd be at a different, maybe we were at Paul Fowler's latest, you know, he was an iconic builder, um, latest model home or maybe right. we'd be at a gmj uh, gm GMJ custom home or something like that um uh or orion home but and that's that would be where i would be all right introducing uh, doing the we call them wraps all these different wrap around segments um coming in and out of the sections of the show
0: ah uh, uh, so it right? would be like gloria Barbato would be like giving you the tour of her listing right and um, then it would cut. Most the... of the
1: time, maybe she would, maybe because she was one of our, our regular realtors, she might come on the show and we might be at her model. But that's, that's so where cool. I, I was only at one, I was only at one home for the whole uh, show. But then their videographer would go out and tape all the other homes. That's and cool. that's what did a great thing for me. Then I would go back to the studio and they would give me a script to voice over. The um um just the voiceover for yeah. all of the other homes.
0: That's awesome.
1: And that's what made it possible for me to do it every week. Is it really yeah. only took up about maybe four hours of my time, uh, once a week. Wow. Then in the evenings, their videographer would come to our editing studio. I didn't have a big studio for like like the TV stations do, you know, mm-hmm. with a chroma key. But I had an offices and a and a really lovely. Editing suite, and their videographer would come and and he would edit the show um, with with my editor. The two of them would do, work on it together, and uh, typically it would they they'd uh, work into the wee hours of the morning. You know, they they'd come at six o'clock at night. That was a great deal for me. They wanted a better rate, so I said, "Can you come at night and do it?" And they said, "Yes, we can." So they would they would come wow. and they edit at night, and that was a mainstay that my production company had. Um, and that I had that I enjoyed doing for over eight
0: years. That's what a cool transition from doing yeah. that show into real estate. Like how right. that gave after me doing play. that show for eight years, were you already like licensed by the end of it? Or did the show end and then you're like, oh my God, I love that so much. I should go into mm-hmm. real estate.
1: Yeah. Actually, I think the show came on about 1986, and I started um um the business with Marilyn uh uh late 84, 85. And and so figure, you know, it was on from 1986 to about 1994, um, I think. All right. So um, I still maintained the business for another six years after that because I had a lot of clients. Ah, you know, like I did you. did did, and I had four five regular employees all the time. Um, but um, I loved it, and it kind of I I thought about real estate, and then there was another. Near the end of uh, my time with the company, um, thinking that maybe, maybe I'm due for a transition, um, there was another vendor that came to me. Now, internet was heavy, but he, wanted, he remembered the show, and he wanted to do a real estate show. And um, he was a talent, Mike Otis, uh, um, great guy. Um, I don't think he lives here anymore. But um, I did it for him for probably close to a year. And that kind of gave me cool. the bug. When I was yeah. doing that show, I was not, nobody knew I was associated with it. He just paid my company, you know, to, to uh, help him with it. He was the on-camera talent, but it made me think about it. And um, there came a time where I went through a life transition
0: Yeah.
1: and um, I just, I went through a divorce that I didn't anticipate. And um, I, and things were changing in the industry. And I thought, you know, what is the one thing that, I know a little bit about real estate. I mean, you don't do a yeah. show like that for eight
0: years and not know anything
1: and not know anything. Right. And I thought, you know, it's a pretty cool business. Um, I, I might want to think about making a transition. And there were a couple of things that I liked about it. Um, um, I, I thought I can have autonomy just like a regular business owner. Yeah. Um, and um, I can, uh, but and, and, and I'm I can I'm responsible. Uh, the harder I work, the more money I'm probably going to make. Right. And I like that. And those two factors um, and the fact that I already know a little bit about um, the business. And I talked to a few realtors and kind of did my own personal interviews with a few to kind of get a better idea. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for this. So I was still kind of um um, paring down my business a little bit, and I had a few big decisions to make too. At right. that point, my lease was up, I had beautiful offices for my company, having been in business for almost 20 years. Yeah. Downtown, and um, I had to make a decision to, and my rent was going up, my rent was going up to like uh $2,500 a month, you okay. know, and I looked at my expenses. Um, and I looked at the fact that I, I had a young child at home that had just decided that she needed to, to, to go to Christian Brothers Academy. <laughs> <That> <laughs> had a lot of pressure on me.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, um.
1: um I, I thought, what am I going to do? And I decided I'm going to ease into this. So I, I didn't um it took me maybe i kept my business i decided not to sign that lease i had a large home with a finished basement and um my editor videographer was a great guy he was a friend too and um he said uh if if you want to move and things were becoming more and more virtual those days not, yeah. not like they are now but it wasn't right. as important to have a great you know grand office yeah. so i moved i moved the business uh to my finished basement nice. and we moved all the editing equipment down there. And, and we, we probably had a good 1200 square feet, you know, to That's do the awesome. business. And um, I said goodbye to two other employees, you know, little by little, you know, I, I kind of pared things down, but uh, yeah. one, one employee was able to find a great job. Uh, and she, she was a good friend of mine with, with a vendor. A vendor that did a lot of video and he wanted to hire her. So it worked out perfectly well, very well. And I did that for a year. And then um, I took the real estate course and uh, let my my main employee know um, what I was going to do. And that so he had a few months to find to find um, a job and I made a total transition That's uh, awesome. Total transition and my my former business partner at that time um, she was um, a PhD working in the iSchool at Syracuse University for many years and she was working on grant projects that needed videos and she ah. said you know would you like to do these um, um, they're not going to take a lot of time but I could get you a contract and I said you know that'd be great because I'm just, I'm not going to do. I'm phasing out the business, but I'm going to need so a little. You
0: slowly time. stepped away from it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. slowly, but once actually, when I started in 2005, uh, I was going to the real estate office four or five hours Monday through Friday every day. Yeah. Because I got, like, I got to be there. I've got to do this. Yeah. That's it. and and then I just I cut it off pretty quickly. About, yeah. um, I mean, by 2006, I didn't do any video anymore, and I, I just, I. Tried to sell the company, but it, it's hard to sell a company. Yeah, it, right. It really For is. Sure.
0: So I ended what, up
1: dissolving it and selling the equipment and that sort of thing.
0: When you had gotten into real estate versus now, how different is the market?
1: Well, it, it um, you know it didn't seem that different until a few years ago. Yeah, to, to, to me, to, to be honest, um, didn't seem altogether that that different um but i i suppose the difference is um people just didn't go out on their own yeah and and do the for sale by owners yeah right they didn't they didn't do that and they also um um they would instead of searching for homes on their own first on the internet and so on i think they would call a realtor yeah right in this day and age office. people are definitely
0: more yeah. autonomous, especially the age of information
1: a- absolutely they would they would come into the office and 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 back when I first started, i think there were some um some realtors that um possibly didn't always i mean every once in a while you'd have to pick up a key at an office yeah. um it it was a little bit different but yeah but not that different not that different
0: right right and so you had quit your job you'd sold that company you said it was in 2007 or 2006
1: um, to i it was i dissolved the company by 2000 2005 2006 I so w- a
0: couple years as a that. realtor full-time and then all of a sudden the the market crashed in 2008 2009, yes. 2009. Yeah, yeah. were you was, like I, about I, to go back to broadcasting
1: no absolutely i did all right i did that's okay. awesome I I did all right. It, it didn't, didn't hurt me that much. Um, The name helped me. People Uh, thought I, this, the one thing that, that um, I I really had to, to be careful about um, is I had to be very honest and let people know that when they heard my name, they thought I'd been in real estate for years because uh, I was, I was on TV for eight years.
0: Doing tours of, of like model homes.
1: It, it, exactly. Um, I, I'd open up every Sunday morning and it was like, welcome to the Central New York Television Homefinders Guide. Hi, yeah. everybody. I'm Mary Ridaki. We're glad you're with us. And today we're at this beautiful Ryan home in Wallington Meadows. You know, wow. that kind of thing.
0: you freaking nailed it, by the way. You <laughs> nailed it just now.
1: <laughs> uh, but it was fun. I, I loved that and I enjoyed that very much. But they thought I was a realtor all the way back. So I started off green and they thought I had lots of experience and I would have to segue and say, I I have to be honest. Um, Obviously, I had a lot of I have a a lot of um, um, knowledge about real estate, but I've only been a licensed realtor for this amount of time because that was a business that I owned. Yeah. Doing doing a production, yeah, um, right. I learned a lot about real estate, and I learned to really respect realtors and um, um, understand the need for realtors. And uh, so I decided to get my license, and here I am. I'm a full time agent now. And um, give me a shot. You know, I really care about people, and I think we'll do fine. Yeah. So so I was I, the first year. You know, I was able to. I think I got rookie of the year for my company. Nice. Um, which was good, which was prudential first properties. And I had and that's fee- what I was
0: going to ask. Well, brokers, where did you first start mm-hmm. at?
1: Prudential first properties. Yeah. And, and, um, the, the funny thing is, um, I am still at, at, in the same office that I was when I started because, um, Peter Hunt, Hunt Real Estate came into town, and um, um, one of the ways that he has always liked to grow his business that's been very successful for him is to acquire real estate companies.
0: Yeah, same um, with Howard Hannah. Howard Hannah does the same thing.
1: Yeah, and it it worked out very well for him. Um, The Teelands, who own Prudential First Properties, decided that they were ready to sell. And um, he, he made them an offer they couldn't refuse. And, and um, so that office I was in became a hunt real estate office.
0: That's pretty cool. And you've been there ever since.
1: I've been there ever since I kind of make a joke um, with <laughs> uh, the different managers that have come and gone, gone. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I have been a manager. I managed for hunt for a couple of years, but I like selling, you know, and that was yeah. fun. I'm happy for that opportunity, but, but I'm really better. On the selling end, because remember, I was always my own boss, yeah. and, and even though I have to be accountable to my clients, I like the autonomy. Just yeah. like you probably like the autonomy that real estate gives you, just right. in your lifestyle. You know, we have to work yeah. hard, and sometimes um, we're working at home, but at least we're at home. You know, I know can-
0: right, and that's, that's what, what I was always- going to say. the The nice thing about it is when we got into real estate, or when I got into real estate, we were always thinking of the pros of in the future if we wanted to have a kid. Here we are with Ashton saving so much money on childcare because I, I got a little man Monday through Friday while Brittany's at work. You know, I mean the, that kind of autonomy, like you were saying, you don't really get that at all their jobs. So being able to be like, uh, like Brittany works from home. Somebody wants to see a house. Hey, I, uh, let's, is one o'clock good? Cause that's when Ashton's taking his nap. I get, the house is two minutes away. I'll zip over, show it, and be back before he even wakes up. Clients They're are always play. like, Oh yeah. Awesome. That's, that's great. You know, people, I think people love to hear that when you're yeah. like, this is how I'm balancing. I'm not leaving him by himself to nap. I promise my wife is home. I just, that'd be like a perfect time if I could go.
1: <laughs> gotcha. No, that, yeah. that does, that does make sense. And that, that's great that you can do that. I think you're an amazing agent.
0: Oh, uh, thanks. I, I likewise, wouldn't,
1: wouldn't be doing this today. Yeah. You, but, likewise. Uh, I, right? you know, work, working with you is just a pleasure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like yeah. that's, I, when we first did the deal together, uh, it was one of, I think it was only like a year into the business. I was like, God, she has got, like, the it factor. Like, I I think of there's these agents in my head that I, when I always think of, like, who, like, kind of sets the standard, right? Like, who you... I feel like you should be acting more like Agent ABC, right? Like, you, Martin Carpenter, Donna Jordan. Like, these are, like, all these, like, pristine level agents that I feel, like, have a great business model. And I, I think you guys are successful for for a very good reason. Like you're probably one of the most genuine people that I know. So like getting into real estate is just, that's like the perfect business for you.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It has been a good business. And, and I think if you're a people person and I consider myself that, um, um, and, and you would like some of the perks that, that we get as far as the autonomy, um, and you're a self-starter. That's that's a number one thing, yeah. as you know, because um, um, you have to you have to be self-directed um, yep. because nobody else is going to do that for you. But but it is it has been a nice business, but it is ever changing. That's for sure. What yeah. I don't I'm just seeing the changes more and more now. Um, in in the last few years, um, um, but I, I was lucky I was just I had enough of a um, entrance to it having started in 05 and, and I was just doing the bare minimum. you know I told all my major clients that i wasn't wasn't doing video anymore in 2005. Right. Um, I was just any little thing I'd do I had to do myself I had to edit myself, which right. I was had not I taught myself to do that on the fly, on the sly. <laughs> on cool. the fly, on the sly. Yeah, we had the equipment in my in my basement, but um, I, I really kind of devoted myself to to learning um, the industry, and it was different in the fact. The one thing that was different, everybody came to the office back then, um, right. and there, there were a good number that office. Um, where we're at now in, in the, the plaza, we're gonna be moving from there very soon in just a couple of months, which is exciting. But um, on Route 11 in Cicero um, was just chock full of good agents, top agents that uh, came to the office every day. So I knew that if I was there talking to them or yeah. around them, that yeah. I could ask them questions. I could get like a feel for what was going on. And that was that was very helpful. And yeah. I also had the fear of failure. And I thought they, you know, a lot of them knew, you know, they had remembered the TV show and so on. And I thought, how many, you know, I can't go very long without getting my name on the board.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Especially be because you were, you were the real estate TV person.
1: It, it, right. Right. I play, I played a real estate agent on television. Remember that? Commercial? <laughs> I play a doctor on TV Well, I played a real estate agent on TV. That's funny. <laughs> kind of, you know, even though I didn't right. say it was one, people assumed that of course they
0: did. Right. Right. Wow. That is, that's pretty crazy. And you're right though. Like when I had first gotten in, I did the same thing. I treated it like it was like a Monday through Friday job, even though I was still, uh, when I first did it, I had two, I had a day off during the week. And then the night that I closed the store, I would go in the morning, right? This is pre Ashton. So I was just trying to be around agents and like trying to just be around in the office to put me in a mindset. Cause I know, When I'm home, my mindset is completely different than when I'm at work. I'm like, I'm focusing at what's going in front of me. But then there's some days like, like, uh, Monday's a good example. I had Ashton and I got him for breakfast and I was like, oh, I gotta go do laundry. Then laundry. I'm like, oh, I should probably go do the dishes too. The dishes are piling up. Then I do that. Then I'm like, I should probably get outside and make sure I cut the grass. Oh, now I got to spend some time with Ashton. So it's like, there's just so many things that are, that I end up slipping from my mind where it gets to the end of the day. And I'm like, what did I do today? That's real estate related, right? Like maybe I answered some emails and pushed some things out, but like a lot of times I'm like, I got to remind myself, what did I do today? You know?
1: Absolutely. We, we, we do it. And you really, it's, it, it is a challenge to always um, e- even when you do have that time in, in the business that we're in, to always be um, connecting with with the people we know, the people we sold to before, our center right. of, of our sphere of influence, as as management calls it, and so on, because it is so important. So we really, and, and we, so many real estate agents that aren't on a team, um, sure, we might have a little support, help, some people might. Um, I don't have as as much support as I would like anymore, to be honest. I mean, we have a great office. I don't mean to come off that way. But, um, you know, it would be nice to have somebody help with this, this and this. So I thought maybe down the road I might consider forming a small team because, um, as an agent, I mean, you are your advertising person yep. you have to do that. You are your, your, um, um, own salesperson, not just selling houses. You got to sell so your hats, you know, so you, many hats. So, somebody hats to wear exactly. Yep. So it's, it's, it's not an easy thing just to, right. to always kind of think, gee, you know, I don't want to hit a slump, but what do I need to do to keep this going? right without without writing a check to Z, to Zillow or, or without yes. using a credit card bill to Zillow yep. every month, right?
0: Yeah, which yeah. I it might be silly, but I still pride the fact I have not written a check to Zillow yet on my business. Good
1: for you. That's like, amazing. That's I know amazing.
0: I know it's like I just yeah. I know <laughs> it would be a lot of leads, but there's just a part of me that's just a little hesitant mm-hmm. to write mm-hmm. a four hundred dollars check a week. Sure. For a thirty percent chance to show up in a zip yeah. code, it just seems yeah. so crazy to me.
1: Yeah, but well, good for you. That, I, that, you know, you're you're amazing and you're wonderful. Uh, you've got a great personality. You care about people. That's really uh, evident. You. Your listings look great, and um, so and and Zillow really doesn't give too many listing leads anyway. They're all buyer right. leads, which is right. fine. We love buyers. Yeah, but um, um, in a lot of situations, you get the listing. You're going to find them in the new home you know? Yeah. So right.
0: Uh, right. And when, do you like have kind of like a, like a daily routine you do yourself? Like in the um, morning I check my CRM, do emails and then MLS. Mm-hmm. Like what is, what's your routine? Um, like?
1: I, I try, but you, you know, I haven't um, been as good about that mm. <laughs> as I probably should. My routine is like a couple days a week. I will go to the gym because well, there you go. Uh, I'm trying to, to just stay not, not that, that that i want to look a certain way that has nothing to do with it to just say strong you know right. i'm i'm getting a little bit older you know and uh, <laughs> i don't feel it i don't feel it but but uh you know i'm having some birthdays here you know it's happening better than the <laughs> alternative right so yeah. i go oh, and and um uh i've got a great guy that uh, i've been working with for like 4 years and we just focus on on being strong yeah. you know and and 2 hours Two hours um, every Tuesday and every every Thursday morning. You know, I'm with him, pumping iron, pretty much. Nice. And he's entertaining me. He's, That's good. Unfortunately, he he let me find a house for him when he was ready to buy. <laughs>
0: nice. You'd be I if I were you, I'd be kind of pissed if he didn't try to buy from you after.
1: Yeah. <laughs> four years. God. Yeah, yeah. But um, no. But it is. I think I think the the one of the most important things, um, to be successful, it is to have some sort of routine. And when you get up in the morning to do those most important things. Mm-hmm. So um, and because I no longer have any kids or anything like that at home, um, my kid is 33 years old and she lives in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> um, I um, I do. I, I'm very accessible. I keep my phone on. I'm always I'm very attentive with my messages, you know, that sort of thing.
0: Do, so do you the, do anything other than real estate and work out twice a week? Like um, Do you have a hobby outside of real estate?
1: You know, I'm a golfer.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a golfer, but other than that, um, that's really, that's, that's really it. You know, golf. When
0: when you come to terms of, uh, some people use the word in marketing to kind of cover a vague amount of different things, right? Like, is there one thing that you use in your marketing that you find the most successful if it's, uh, maybe postcards, flyers, Mm -hmm. um, Whatever that may be, is there something you do that you swear by?
1: Um, there, I have farmed a few neighborhoods over okay. the years, and um, I think that sending a regular postcard a lot of people send, um, or a lot of agents not people, but agents will send cards out on their um recent you know listings and sales and so on. Um, that's something that I don't do, but I just send cards to neighborhoods with uh, market updates, tips on, on um, selling things uh, on maintenance, home maintenance and things like that. And, and I, I do maybe, you know, six cards a year, you know, just to, to try to keep them um, thinking about me. And um, that's, that's really pretty much it Um, and try to call the center of influence every once in a while. So, um, you know, I'm, I haven't um, um, made it as much of a priority as I probably should. But now I'm thinking the market has changed. And uh, I've noticed that that this year um, wasn't quite as strong with sales. You know, it was fine. I, I had some good good um, interactions, some good sales, but it wasn't quite as strong as I wanted it to be. So I, I think I am going to be looking more toward some some farming opportunities.
0: You nice. know, so, yeah I always ask that too any maybe agents more, that I have
1: more toward Google sort of stuff you uh, know, more
0: like they, online they, ads
1: yeah because Google searches are important people right. do Google searches all the time so that's that's what I may do
0: yeah that's uh it's anytime I have a, an agent on I always ask about their marketing because it's interesting because it's not this is gonna seem kind of like I'm contradicting myself but there's not a right way to market but there is a wrong way. The wrong way is not ever marketing your business ever, mm-hmm. right? That's the wrong way. Yes. But there's many right ways that you can market your business that I don't think a lot of people realize. Like Donna Jordan, who is a friend and a mentor of mine, she nails it and knocks it out of the park with flyers and mailings. That's not my cup of tea. Mine is like calling and texting friends and messaging them on social media and staying in touch with my sphere and calling people and doing different reach outs. And you might have another agent like, um, uh, Ryan Millard from Coldwell banker. Mm -hmm. He does videos like that That is his marketing. And everybody, all four of those agents, all three of those agents do business differently and are very successful which I is just so shocking to me because it's like not many businesses have 12 different ways you can do things mm-hmm. or really a hundred. I mean, think of how many different ways we can come off the top of our head to, to market yourself. There's hundreds.
1: That's true. Very, very true. Yeah. It, so they're, it's they're interesting. Everybody's
0: amazing. process is different.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the way you you send out, um, uh, you use a lot of, of emails too to let people know when you've closed on a house, um, yeah. and, and to send that to your sphere, I'm sure. Um, and I, I've I've seen those on a number of occasions, and I think that's that's great. Now, if there was anybody that, um, to your credit, Corey, that that I would. Um, be interested in hearing their marketing plan it would be you because you're killing it you're amazing
0: <laughs> i just so, i all i, I do, do is dad and, and
1: i i know you're you're um you're into i i is it taekwondo and and, oh, boy, and things yeah. like that yeah
0: yeah a good chunk of my sales come yeah. from taikai so i spend mm-hmm. like when we come to martin like we were just having this conversation the other day at the office and i don't spend very much money in marketing all of my stuff is via social media like i might pay for a facebook ad every once in a while or i think my greatest expense was this year we did the kids mma camp so i had water bottles printed for all the kids right i think that was the most expensive thing that i did i just put howard Hanna logo on it my name phone number and and uh my title right all the, all the parents know that's what I do, but it's just like, Mr. Corey gave us a water bottle. That's awesome. Like that's the most expensive thing. And that was directed towards my sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. Now I might not have gotten anything immediately, but I mean, who knows? There might've been a parent who didn't know that's, that's what I did. And that's right. A year down the road, they have questions about something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and uh, absolutely, they'll, they'll give you a call because your personality shines through.
0: Well, have you ever thought about like bringing your video back, like doing in the age of, like because back then you had large cameras, it was kind of a pain and in Mm -hmm. the ass to really like edit videos.
1: It was. Now it's much
0: easier. Now you could be a one man show if you wanted. It
1: it it was, Um, you know, it's something that that um, life just there are only so many hours in a day, and um, I I do feel remiss that I haven't taken what I had in video and really applied it today when everybody's doing video, everybody's mm-hmm. doing video, but Mary Ray, <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. And, um, I kind of feel that I need, um, um, someone to, to kind of collaborate with, um, that, that can could, could be a bit of a, um, give me some incentives or, or just, I could say, what do you think of this? I could come up with the plan I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to start with um, this year. My goal is uh, I'm going to start doing TV and I'm going to do a segment, you know, um, 24 segments, you know, one every other month or or one every other week rather you know, and, and do about 24 segments. And they're going to be on these topics. I think I just need to plan it out, plan it out and then have somebody, okay, these are the first two that I've done. How do they look? What do you think? How Consider, can I
0: consider me that person. I oh, would love well, to do thank that.
1: Thank you. Isn't that, that nice. I, appreciate I would that. love to do that. Yeah. That's
0: a good idea. And I think that's like, that's, that's definitely awesome. up your wheelhouse and especially like those videos, like don't have to be long at all. Like you could do like a two minute video, like one that I'm going to do. I actually, I just bought uh, a GoPro to shoot listing videos with,
1: Oh wow. but I
0: wanted to kind of test it a little bit more. And I want to do a video on like the lockbox, just the mm-hmm. general information on the That's crazy. lockbox that we use. Yeah, you because know?
1: people are, are kind of intimidated by that. And, and it's, easy to understand, but I like to tell them don't, don't, you know what? And, um, you know, all these years of real estate, um, I, I know there are exceptions, but I've never known of one incident where somebody got into a house that they didn't have an appointment for. Right. You know? and I suppose I've been lucky. And, and the other thing that I tell them is, um, you know, that gives us a, a total record i'm going to set it up but i'm going to make sure i've set it up right in the beginning and whenever somebody enters we're going to know exactly when they came and um, um that's important it's important to have that record
0: that's so, i I, I i already see the three minute three minutes with mary ray dobke is your new <laughs> youtube special
1: well thanks <laughs> for the confidence i appreciate that
0: dude, i think that'd be great i just called you dude but mary ray i think that'd that's be really I- fun <laughs>
1: that's it's
0: that's uh, okay. totally up your uh, your wheelhouse, and you could even do like listing walkthroughs and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that that is definitely your cup of tea. You could mm-hmm. really relearn a lot of these programs too, mm-hmm. mostly because now you don't have to worry about cutting a frame. That's putting...
1: true. Yeah, it's 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 uh, totally different. Although we, when I was like kind of segwaying yeah. out of it, we went digital probably um, before most people did. And, um, so, so, so we, we got rid of the the boxes and, and we still needed, needed that to feed the tapes. We were feeding, we were feeding videotape. Um, but, uh, every, everything was going into a timeline in a nonlinear system.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's, it seems like it was just so tedious to edit video. Huh?
1: Well, and before that things would, would get video would, would, Doing all these special effects and, and zooming things out and doing fancy transitions, not just a, a nice clean dissolve, but, you know, having several boxes of video or several montages going on. That kind of stuff, you really had to be digital or you could only do so much. It would right. definitely make the video. It would get very fuzzy and going down each pass, each generation that it would right. go down um, and trying to do the effect. You 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 really needed the digital to be able to do that right.
0: Right, right. No, that's uh, and nowadays just you just upload a clip. You could snip, snip, put an effect, fade out right here, and then there's right. your video.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I've got the capability to do that right on. Um, oh, I know I do the i iMovie. In fact, um, I haven't done too many, but I did a few iMovies for for uh, listings. You know, when when they wanted a a video. A nice
0: video you yeah know, right right you no no that's that's like definitely saves you a large amount of time and mm-hmm. going back to what you said earlier is agents wear a lot of different hats because we're our marketing team our uh listing our staging expert our videographer yeah. <laughs> a lot of times you know like we have a lot of different hats we're wearing throughout our yes. our career yes.
1: a lot more than just showing houses yes which, um, not not to to you know make fun of anybody but we do hear that once in a while oh yeah. i love to look at houses it must be so much fun
0: <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. i know that yeah. i i got into the business not the showing houses is cool don't give me i love seeing different houses and yeah, seeing too. how layouts are but i wanted to be able to fill someone else's cup at the same time you know like i wanted to Like Danny, my friend Danny closed on a house last week and it was one of like the most special moments in his life. And I get to say that I helped. I selfishly get to say that I get I helped Danny with his first purchase. And uh, it's like moments like that, that I just I didn't get in retail, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and uh, and that's really special. And, And for you to be able to do that for friends, that's that's great. It, it Where it, do it,
0: you it. ever see yourself retiring, Mary Ray? Because I think there is an idea that agents never retire.
1: Yeah, I. That's a great um, thing to bring up, and and I don't. Yeah. And in fact, <laughs> I have um, a lot of friends that have retired, um, that from different careers and and office sort of jobs, and uh, no, I don't. Right now, I don't see that whatsoever. Um, one, I think I might put together a, a team if I could could meet a couple of people that that might I might work well with, maybe people that I could mentor a little bit, and then they they would um, um, help, uh, and that would give me a little time to maybe take off here and there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but um, no, I don't. And that's that was one of the things that also made me think that this would be uh, another high point. You know, being a real estate agent was the fact that. I could, I could do this for a long time yeah. because working when you do get older, working keeps you young and because you're engaged with people
0: yeah. and,
1: um, you know, I, I'm not one, I do not want to sit home. And, um, I had a doctor tell me not too long ago, um, that, uh, I said, I hope you're not going to be retiring because I had had another doctor retire. And, uh, she said to me, she goes, now, what am I going to do? She goes, am I going to sit home and watch TV? And, and I said, good. I said so you're not retiring soon. She goes absolutely not and I feel the same way. Yeah, and yeah. what better profession than real estate to be able to to work uh, as as long as my mind is still working great, you know, I'm I'm going to be there. So Well, know. there's
0: also like a difference between, you know, there is uh it it sounds like I might be kind of throwing a blanket statement out there, but there's a lot of people that work a Monday through Friday job that just hate their job and get their paycheck week after week and leave. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think the retirement is the goal. So they, they're they like, finally, I don't have to deal with that job mm-hmm. anymore. I can just right. relax. Or when you're in a job that you really like, it's it's kind of hard being able to say, I think I'm going to step away and retire and relax. Because, man, there's a lot of good perks. There's a lot of good things with real estate. There's a lot of good things that just kind of keep you in there, you know?
1: Absolutely. 100%. I, I agree. Lots, lots of great things. And um, yeah, you got to have a reason to get up in the morning and um, you know, I enjoy it immensely and um, just, just like all the different facets, you know, yeah. I it. and I don't mind working on the weekend. Um, I think it was our CEO at, at the GSAR, Lenore Fetco that said this, but it's so true. And I've kind of adopted this as part of my um, little, little, little pitch when, when I say why I like real estate or what I'll do. And, and uh, real estate is, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's not a nine to five job. As you know, it is a lifestyle. We work the weekends. We're used to working the weekends. We're used to sometimes in selling season, um, you know, the warmer season that we're used to, uh, to working seven days a week, a lot of the time, but we're able to, to gauge our time, give ourselves respite, do yep. the things we want to do and um, we get used to the lifestyle and we don't mind that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What, um, what's the best piece of advice you would give a new agent?
1: Um, I think the best piece of advice is make sure that if you, if you make sure that, that you have a mentor um, and that you, after you get your license, if if you're still working another job, which is very likely that you may, um, have a mentor and be involved in real estate at least so many hours a week. And if you can't commit to to maybe spending, I, I don't know how many hours that's going to be for somebody, but it, at least let's say maybe 15 initially, if, if you can't commit to uh, to, um, 15, maybe even 20, maybe even 20 hours a week, studying, watching videos, making calls, um, letting people that, you know, um, um, that you're in real estate, you know, mailing out the the recipe calendars with, with your name on it, sending them something, touching, reaching out and touching. If you can't do that, um, probably 20, 25 hours a week, Uh, You got to work the extra time. That's what will and being involved with other agents going to your meetings or um, and today with Zoom, it's easier than ever to to be able to do that. Just about everybody's having a Zoom meeting, Um, looking at at different training materials that your company offers. um, All of it's I think a larger company is maybe good for that. Although there are a lot of good smaller companies too, Um, but uh, get involved, make the commitment. It's, you've got to make the commitment. And um, hopefully if you've got a few good friends that are going to get you started with your first listings um, or your first um, sales, that's great, but you've got to make the commitment. You got to dig in, dig in, jump in, make the commitment and uh, still work another job Part-time or full-time, but you got to put in the time or it won't work for you. If you really put in the time, you want to be able to make a transition, as yep. you probably would be able to tell them, and, and be successful.
0: Yeah, the transition is the hardest part, I think, for a lot of people, especially for me, because I was you know, working 40, 50 hours a week as an assistant store manager, and then eventually cutting down to, I think when I first stepped down, I just went to four days a week as a an associate and then eventually three, two, one. But I think everybody mm. has kind of their own pace that they want to pull from that other job because it's definitely eat what you kill. If you just jump into real estate, no other job, then you can be looking at at least two months without getting paid. That's like best right. case scenario too. Right. You exactly. Know?
1: Um, I, I is, think a, a great motivator though, is that, um, the
0: fear of loss, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's a, a huge motivating factor. There were a lot of days it it took me actually my first deal. I didn't even have a first deal probably until I was in this maybe three and a half months. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have a deal on the board, but then they started coming. And um, that fear of failure is yeah. a good motivator, even though it hurts a little bit. You do have to have some money put away you know, um, or you got to continue to work the job one or the other, but then once, once you, and once you make that commitment, like I can do this, I can do this. Then, um, you'll, you'll do it. You'll do it. And
0: You got to keep telling yourself that you can do this. Right. Because I don't know about you, but when I first got into it, I've, I had big imposter syndrome. Have you ever heard that term? No, I haven't. (laughs) And it's like, uh, you feel like you're a fake or a fraud, right? Because you're like, you get into real estate and you feel like, everybody's talking about how much of an expert they are. And then you're like, yeah, I love real estate. You should work with me. But then like a deal comes and you're, I'm on the phone. I'm like, Donna, how do you schedule a home inspection? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just felt like I was like a (laughs) fake to a lot of these people, but I think that's normal for a lot of people. I mean, any new thing you start, you're going to go through that.
1: Absolutely. You do need a go-to person yeah. um, a good, good mentor. And, um, and, and I had a pretty, pretty nice person, um, um, agent that had been in the business a long time. And I remember, um, one of my first listing opportunities, it wasn't my first listing, but, um, one of my first listings, um, she was very nice and she split it with me. She split it with me. And I thought, wow, that's really great. You yeah. know, that's right. it, and, Little things like that help, but you need that you need that go to person that you trust that's willing to invest the time in you.
0: Last question: What advice would you look or would you give to, we'll say, a consumer who's looking to buy or sell a house? What is like the very first most important thing that you would suggest to them?
1: Uh, a consumer looking to buy a home.
0: Yeah, we'll say looking to buy or sell.
1: Oh, looking to buy or sell. Um, I think that cnyrealtor.com is a good place to go um, to 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 just learn a little bit more about real estate i'm I'm uh, involved with the greater Syracuse Association of Realtors and go to um, so you could go to that website also go to the website of um, um, another, Company or two, you know we've we've got several. I'm not saying you know I hate to keep on gravitating to the big companies, but um, um, if if you kind of think, well, gee, I like Howard Hanna, I like Hunt Real Estate, you can go to to those websites and you can actually look at the agents in in an office very close to you. Look at their profiles um, and call one or two of them and and interview them.
0: Yeah, I think. We're in such an age of technology, especially with social media. They could literally just type your name in and find all your social media.
1: Exactly.
0: Links. And they're for sure going to stalk you, right? Like you got to know. And guess what, though? We're stalking you, too. We're looking you up, too.
1: <laughs> right. right. Or they can talk to their neighbors, too.
0: Yeah, right. Who, who, exactly. Who did
1: you use? Word of mouth. Who did you use? Or they can even stop in a local office. Mm-hmm. you know stop yeah. in and and just say you know i i want to talk to uh to somebody you know with experience but uh i i think it's it's um a full time realtor is not a bad idea you know mm-hmm. everybody has to start somewhere but experience is important and um somebody that that is committed to doing it full time yeah. i think is important absolutely
0: mary ray this has been awesome can you believe a full hour flew by
1: um <laughs> I can't, but you're so easy to talk to, Corey.
0: Likewise, Mary. Right? You're full of class.
1: Pleasure. It's just a, <laughs> just a pleasure. Just well, a thank pleasure. you
0: for coming talk on the podcast. I look forward to doing future deals with you. This is gonna be awesome.
1: Well, thank you. The yeah. feeling is mutual. Um, you're you're very detail oriented. Just a pleasure to work with. So professional, and um, you know, it's really important that that um, someone that you work with be very responsive, and you are. And, yeah. and, um, I try so, to be. so to, to anybody that watches this, that needs a good young, you know, <laughs> smart outgoing realtor, you know, you definitely wouldn't go wrong with Corey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also, uh, since she's plugging me, I will say if anybody watching or listening right now, I'll put Mary Ray's links in the bottom. So if you want to reach out to her, ask her questions, I'll have her website. Uh, if you want me to put, I could put your Facebook in social media, um, Whatever way is easier for you. However you you
1: you do this. However you do this normally.
0: All class, like I said. That's right. I appreciate you very much.
1: um, I appreciate you having me as your guest. It's been my pleasure, Corey. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the show. The love and support that you guys show me is such a wonderful thing from the text messages to social media posts. It's just a constant reminder of how many awesome people I have in my life. If you want to support the show, make sure you subscribe, follow, like the podcast so you don't miss an episode, share it with your friends and tell them what your favorite episode is. If you think yourself or someone you may know would be great on the podcast, reach out to me and we can make it happen. I love putting these out and getting a chance to talk to so many interesting people is so incredible. So thank you for giving me your time and I appreciate you guys more than I can put into words. I love you people very much.